This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader. COVID-19 has found a safe harbour to thrive in India. Doctors believe a combination of relaxing restrictions too early and the lax use of face masks has allowed the infection to spread and mutate. More than one variant has been found in the country. but The one that's got the UK so concerned is 617.2. This is all part of suppressing the, the infections. Why? Because viruses get desperate to survive. They mutate by infecting people. And the thing we have to stop is that infection rate and, the, and, and suppress, bear down on it as hard as we can. Vaccines Minister Nadeem Sahawi was on LBC earlier, saying the government's acting fast to contain the so-called Indian variant, which has been found in London and other parts of England. Later, it was confirmed four people who had it have since died. Our Deputy Political Editor Nicholas Cecil is here. Nicholas, how concerned are public officials about this variant? They are significantly concerned and um, the main concern is that uh, they believe this variant uh, spreads more quickly than the Kent variant which fueled the second wave uh, in, in the UK. So the, the big concern here is that you get a, another very large wave of cases in the summer and if that happens even though many people have been vaccinated, you could still get thousands of people having to be hospitalised due to to the disease and also a a, a rise in the the number of fatalities. Do we know of the vaccines we currently have, your AstraZeneca's, your Pfizer's, your Moderna's, do they work against this variant? We don't have any definitive evidence on this yet, But so far, the vaccines have proved uh, effective against other variants in terms of stopping severe disease and deaths in in the vast majority of cases. This Indian uh, mutation, the B1617.2, is is thought to be less problematic in terms of escaping the vaccine than the South African variant. So... They, they, they don't know for sure, but, but certainly they're hopeful that the, the vaccines will work. And also, so far, we haven't seen a sharp rise in hospitalizations or deaths amongst people who have been vaccinated. Uh, so that's further evidence that suggests it, it, should, it should work. And even though there is clearly, rightfully, a lot of concern 
about this variant and a lot of actions being taken to contain it. It should be noted that the number of cases, at least currently, aren't that high in places like here in London. Well, we had some new figures today which showed that they were 400 uh, cases of this what one Indian COVID-19 variant of concern in the capital. These figures are probably a a couple of weeks old because it takes about two weeks for the genome sequencing to be done. So we're probably looking now at significantly more cases than than 400, that they'd already doubled uh, to 400 in a week. So the the 400 figure is actually the highest region um, in, in the country, but then if you look at London's population of around 9 million, 400 is, is still low. But the concern is that this could spread quite far. So, Which is what the vaccines minister, Nadim Zahari, was talking about this morning. And he was echoing what Boris Johnson had said yesterday. There are a range of things that we, uh, that we could do. We want to make sure that we, we grip it. Obviously, there's surge testing, surge uh, tracing, making sure that whenever you have a case... Uh, that you you check everybody who's been in contact with that person. But if we have to do other things, to get to your point, if we do have to do other things, then of course uh, I think that uh, the public would want us at this stage to rule nothing out. And we've always been very clear that we'll be led by the by the data. Uh, and uh, as I say, at the moment I can see nothing that uh, dissuades me from thinking we'll be able to go ahead uh, on Monday uh, and indeed on June the 21st, I can I, everywhere, but there may be things that we have to do uh, locally and uh, we will not hesitate to do them if, if that is the advice we get. So we're supposed to have on Monday, May the 17th, this grand reopening of just about everything. You'll be allowed to go back into pubs, the theatres are open, we're expecting a really big day and a particularly big weekend a few days later. Is that, though, now under threat because of concerns about this virus and its ability to spread so quickly? No, that's not under threat. Um, The vaccines, Minister Nadim Zahari was very clear this morning that the easy restrictions on Monday with the reopening of indoor service in pubs and restaurants and, and bars and so on, that is going to go ahead on Monday. What is not certain is whether the June 21st easing of lockdown will go ahead. So they're going to monitor this very carefully and see if there is a a big surge in cases and then make a decision later on. Certainly in in Wales, uh, the, the Welsh government, it's decided to keep in place a partial hug span i.e. the two-metre rule will continue to apply to people outside of individuals' households. And it's also pausing some plans to to allow smaller events to reopen. And that's the leader. There's more on this in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. We're back on Monday at 4pm. Please hit follow to make sure you don't miss an episode. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.